the people get past the hitman. Hey Neil, I've got a little advice for you. I don't know if you if you follow advice or not. It's you know free advice. It's usually worth what you pay for. If you're thinking you might want to work again at KJR, don't ever leave because you will not believe. You know, the, the hip uh, uh, term now is the onboarding process. Onboarding. My God, I'm like 20 days into this return, and I'm still getting passwords and getting to links. I've, I've finally gotten to my FCC training, and the first thing I've got to work on is indecency, which I'm really looking forward to clicking on that link. Oh, it's fun. Oh, my God. I, I can't believe all the stuff you got to do to get I've, I had to verify my name and verify. It's unbelievable. It'll take till July, by the way. I'm, I'm thinking that the day I finally get the all clear and they might issue me a key card will be the day... They make my key card not work because I'm being let go again here at uh, at the iHeart Hotel. So I got that going for me. Uh, Neil Scott's on the updates today. Jackson Feltz is producing the show. Puck's in Arizona for a couple of days. Uh, Kevin Calabro today at 1230 from Portland. Always fun to talk with the voice of the Blazers, a longtime voice of the Sonics, and we'll talk about the NBA playoffs a bit and what's going on in Kevin's life. Uh, that is coming up uh, also tomorrow... Uh, and I'm, I, I'm, I'm blanking on the time, but I think it's 1230 tomorrow. John Feinstein. John will, uh, will join us and, uh, we'll speak. And then we're still uh, trying to t- track down Mike Silver, who's either surfing or doing something with the NFL. I'm not sure what, but we'll talk to, uh, we'll talk to Silver at some point this week, uh, as well. Right now, we need, uh, entrance into this contest, lunch with listeners. We're going to assign you. You don't have to know anything. You just get call up, tell us what you have for lunch, maybe fire a question, ask. We're going to assign you an NHL team. And then you got to adopt this team. You have to carry it around very carefully as long as it's still in the playoffs. And as it keeps advancing, whichever one of you gets the team that wins Lord Stanley's Cup, you will win $100 in gift cards to Georgetown Brewing. Uh, we stole these out of Puck's desk. It's very exciting for us to be uh, doing stuff like that. Uh, this is the easiest contest you're ever going to enter. You call me. We assign you a team. If they win, you win. 286 95 958-829-0959. It's the new general manager of the Seattle hockey team. Did you hear they introduced Lenny Wilkins as the coach today? And then Lightwick goes, and Mike Holmgren's here too. And, and then they said Holmgren's going to be the GM. It's going to be exciting. I don't know if Mike knows anything about hockey, but we'll see how things work out for all of us with him run. We'll have no trouble criticizing him here. I'll guarantee you that because that's what we do. Uh, the, uh, uh, the, uh, you know, the guy who they, they hired when I left, Holmgren, he's running around the office this afternoon. All right, uh, get on board right now. Let's, let's fly into it with Brad and Briar. Hi, Brad. You know the drill. What are you having for lunch today? Well, I'm having, uh, uh, jalapeno popper, uh, mac and cheese. It's basically, uh, jalapenos cut up in regular, in a mac and cheese. And then there's cream cheese in there as well. And then a garlic buttered, uh, breadcrumbs on top. Yikes. That sounds great. Send some of that. Is that homemade, or did you get it somewhere? It's homemade, man. Oh, send us some right now. We'll we'll enjoy that. <laughs> All right, now I'll give you. I don't want to give you your choice because if you, I don't want people to choose. I, I kind of want to assign these. But do you have? Are you from a city that has an NHL team? Are you? Do you have a connection to a city that has an NHL team? Is is, is there some way we can assign you a team that you'll cherish? Well, I I am from here, but I. I've always liked. I know they're not in the playoffs, so I always like the Calgary Calgary uh, Flames. We'll assign you like the Flames. You, you can't win, but you've got the Flames. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll take. I'll, I'll take. Uh, 
I'll take Las Vegas. Why not? Well, no, 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 no. You didn't hear what I said. Oh. If you've got a direct connection, we'll give you one. But otherwise, I'm going to assign you. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I don't have a direct. I don't have a direct connection. Because yeah, you, you mentioned that. Calgary, I'm going to give you Toronto. Now the Maple Leafs, as you know, are kind of like the New York Yankees in the NHL. If the Yankees never won. You know, the Maple Leafs, yeah, yeah. year after year after year, they're this huge, powerful money franchise where Tim Laiwicki last worked, uh, and they just don't win. Brad, you are carrying one of the coolest logos in sport, the Toronto Maple Leafs logo, and uh, you'll be rooting for the Leafs. If they win, you win. Good luck to you. All right. Thanks, man. Thank you. Uh, Greg in Graham. Hello, Greg. How are you? I'm doing good. How you doing, Gas? Good. Welcome back to the airways, man. Thank, thank you. I'm having a great time. What's for lunch today in Graham? Well, the missus packed me a couple of turkey and cheddar on Hawaiian rolls and a small container of pepperoni, baby carrots, and some almonds. Wow. What do you, what do you, yeah. you, 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 you really, you got a good missus there. And I tell you, the whole thing there was the Hawaiian roll because everything else is good. Oh. And it's out, but the Hawaiian roll really makes that sandwich. The Hawaiian roll makes it without a doubt. Do you have a yeah. connection to an NHL city? Do you have a favorite NHL team? Yeah. How, how can we help you today in this contest? My ex-wife is from Philly, and my son was born in Philly, and my daughter lives across the river in Jersey, and I was familiar with the Flyers back in the 90s, late 80s, 90s, so... All right, that's well, my connection. We'll give you Minnesota. No, I'm kidding. Well, because <laughs> because of that that's a good solid connection, Greg. We we're going to assign you the Flyers. They're huge underdogs in this first round, but as you know, it's the Battle of the Keystone State. Who knows who's going to win the Battle of Pennsylvania? Good luck to you. All right, thanks, Gaff. Of, of all the first-round matchup, the Pens just beat the stuffing out of the Flyers during the regular <laughs> season. Beat them like five to nothing. I think four, all four times. Just drubbed them. But it's a, it's a terrific rivalry. We'll see how things uh, go there. All right, it's Tom in Auburn. Hello, Tom. What you having for lunch out there in Auburn? Hey, Gas. Got a little salad going with some peppers and radish and. And a little chicken breast on the side. Wow, that's that's a good healthy lunch. You're you're being a good boy there, huh? Yes, my wife's trying to keep me healthy, I guess. Good for us. She wants she must want to keep you around for a while till she gets the insurance stuff all settled, right? That's how <laughs> that's, that's how it's true. working at my house. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what connection do you have to the NHL, Tom? Well, actually, a couple weeks ago, you named my my uh, town I was born in, Gas, International Falls, Minnesota. Well, then I think, well, you know what? International Falls is up far enough. I will give you either Winnipeg or Minnesota. They're playing in the first round. International Falls is probably about equidistant from both, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I think I'd have a better chance with Winnipeg, how hot they've been lately. And they're the hottest so, team uh, in the league. So you want you want Winnipeg from International Falls? Yeah, because I was a Stars fan, so I was crushed when they left there. So I'm not as attached to the Wild. Well, do, does it does it change your opinion either way? If I told you I'm wearing a Winnipeg Jets T-shirt, I want I'm going with the Jets. <laughs> Apparently not. All right, Tom. Good luck. You got the Jets. Thank you. All right, Jets. Uh, both of the Canadian teams now are off the board. It's hard to believe there's only two Canadian teams in the postseason this year. Uh, the Flyers are off the board, and we move on. A hundred bucks on the line to Georgetown Brewing. Whoever picks the I don't know whoever picks whoever we assign the Stanley Cup champs. Kevin in Seattle. Hello, Kevin. How are you? I'm good, Gasman. How the heck are you? I'm uh, I'm damn good, thanks. What's uh, what's for lunch today? Well, I work nights, so my lunch was breakfast. And I'm on my way to work now, and so I had a fried egg sandwich with some ham. Boy, I'll tell you what. I, I, <laughs> maybe my favorite meal 
is a good fried egg sandwich. I love an egg sandwich. Just, just it's absolutely delicious. can't. Get, and you know what? Here's the other thing. I've got, you know, my I, I could stand to lose a couple of pounds. I've lost a lot of weight, but I could stand to lose a few more. And I've got every medical issue that you could possibly have as a 57 year old overweight guy, except one. Despite the fact I eat eggs by the bucketful, my cholesterol is great. Doesn't make sense, but I love it. It's the only quirk I got that works for me. That's good. Kevin doesn't seem all interested in my medical history, and I can't blame him. I mean, if I'm Kevin, I'm like, shut up and give me a team. What, uh, Kevin, What uh, what? do you have a connection to an NHL team? You know, I'm a Seattle guy, and I can't stand Pittsburgh anything. Mm-hmm. But I know the Penguins are good. Um, I can't stand the East Coast teams, you know, the whole bias. <laughs> all right. And, you know, I- I'll gladly take whoever you want to give me. Uh, we will. G- you know what? I'll give you the Colorado Avalanche, who are a huge long shot, but you just never know. You never know. You never know, Kevin. Good luck. I don't know why I did that to Kevin. It seems kind of unfair to saddle him with the avalanche. <laughs> We're going to be lucky to get out of the no first. connection. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did but he, I, I liked his, his uh, uh, bloodlust hatred for the East Coast was good. John in Snoqualmie. Hi, John. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you, Gab? I'm, I'm good. What's for lunch in Snoqualmie? little teriyaki takeout. Teriyaki takeout. That's, it's almost impossible to go wrong. I guess there are bad teriyaki places, but for the most part, you generally you know what you're getting, and it's generally pretty good. Every single time, and it's uh, it's cheap, and the wife approves of that, so that's good. That's good. Keep keep the queen bee happy. All right. Do you have an NHL city connection? Someone who lives in a town? Maybe you are a fan of a certain team. Well, my I got a, the closest connection. I got my brother-in-law's from Michigan. He's a huge Wings fan but uh that's that's as good as i got well and the wings this is a weird year four of the original six didn't make the playoffs i wonder when the last time the wings the blackhawks the rangers and i'm drawing a blank on the fourth one are out didn't even make the postseason unbelievable yeah i know the canadians that's what i'm thinking how can i forget the canadians all right so you just want me to assign you a team I'd be happy to have you assign me a team. We're we're going to give you uh, the L.A. Kings, which is a hell of a get for you, John. They they've got uh, they've got potential. They are a very sexy first round upset pick. You get the Kings. Thank you very much, sir. Good luck, Scott in Stillicum. Hello, Scott. How are you? How are you today? I'm I'm good. I'm good. What's for lunch in Stillicum? Uh, beef jerky and water. <laughs> that's, that is an, simple. That's an underrated lunch. It'll that'll that'll fill you up, and you can actually feel somewhat good about yourself. I I feel real good about myself right now. All right, do you have a connection to an NHL team? Do you have a favorite team, one that's still on the board? No, it's I, I like the Thunderbirds, Seattle team. I followed them, you know, in my younger days, and now I'm just kind of hoping and waiting for this new uh, hockey team to arrive to Seattle. So anything you give me is going to be grateful. All right, here's what here's what I'm going to do. Because you like the Thunderbirds, I'm going to give you TB. I'm going to give you Tampa Bay. That is, they're the bomb. They're the bomb. There you go. That's what they say out in Stillicum. They're the bomb. Scott has got Tampa Bay, uh, where uh, Todd Liewicki's last NHL stop was before he was named president of the new NHL team here today. All right, lunch with listeners. We're assigning everybody an NHL team. Now, now look, John, Tom, Kevin, Greg, Scott, Brad, you're adopting this team. You are with them thick and thin until they're no longer around. And when they're no longer around, then you can call and demand the coach to be fired and all that. But but you're on their bandwagon from now on until uh, further notice. Blair uh, in uh, on the east side. Hello, Blair. Good afternoon, Gas. Excuse me, I did, almost called you Graz. Did you almost say Graz? Thank God somebody finally oh, yeah. understands me. Uh, it, it says you're in the east side. Are you on the east side? Is east side the name of a town? And I'm unaware of it. What's the deal? I'm pulling into a Wajamaya's in Bellevue for lunch. 
There you go. So you're on the east side, out there on the trendy, Tony, fashionable east side. Uh, I will gladly take a team from the east coast. The one that uh, the one gentleman said he didn't want Pittsburgh. Sign me up. You want the Pens, who are the two-time defending champs, trying to be the first three-time winner? I think since Detroit in the '90s, isn't that right? I think that's right. But Blair, you're getting the Penguins because you were just very passionate about them, so you get uh, the Pens. Appreciate it, sir. Thank you very much. We have our first matchup. It's Blair versus Greg in the Battle of Pennsylvania. There in the first round. I don't feel good for Greg. Greg's got it. It's a tough road, though. Yeah. It really, the pens are really, really good. All right, Dwayne in Seattle. Hello, Dwayne. How are you? How's it going, sir? It's going well. We're uh, we're assigning teams, and we're finding out what you're having for lunch. This really is a, is a hell of a segment when you get right down to it. There's pe- they're going to archive this in the Marconi Museum when it's all over. What are you having for lunch today, Dwayne? <laughs> uh, we're going basic today. Bologna sandwich and some grapes on the side. Bologna and grapes. There you go. That's uh, that's solid. <laughs> solid work there, Dwayne. What, uh, what, what connection do you have to an NHL team? Well, the first guy, that's mine. I'm born and raised in Philly, so I'm the Flyers guy, so... Well, you know what? We could trade Greg. You know what? You could take the Devils. They're right across the river there. Or maybe, maybe not. Maybe that's not something you're going to like. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. We can't have any of that or the Bruins or the you know, Penguins. So All if right. we can do the National Predators, I'll live with them. I bet you will. The odds on favorite to, to, to Well, you wanted the Flyers, <laughs> and we kind of screwed you. All right, we'll give you the Preds. Uh, people are going to complain quite a bit, uh, uh, Dwayne, but we'll give them to you, okay? That's all right. Don't get over it. Thank you. The Preds are off the board, and Dwayne is the big favorite right now, which, you know, the Preds, the way the NHL works their playoffs, they're going to face Winnipeg probably in the second round. That's going to be a hell of a second-round series. We move on with Adrian in Marysville. Hello, Adrian. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Are you having something more interesting than bologna and grapes? I shouldn't say more interesting, but, yeah, more interesting. I mean, hell, I'm, I'm, having, I'm, having, a, I'm having a cutie and a muffin, so i got no, no place to complain. What are you, uh, uh, what are you having, Adrian? I had a turkey sandwich and a banana. That's good. That's good solid work there. A turkey sandwich and a banana. What uh, What do you want? Uh, you, you got a connection to an NHL city? Well, I'm a Canucks fan, so I... I, I so, no. <laughs> no, I, well, <laughs> well, I mean, I go up there and watch games occasionally. It's been a couple years, but, you know, I watch them. I, I do watch every game I, as much as I can. Sure. So. Sure. Anyways, uh, yeah, uh, so I guess my only request would be anybody but the Bruins. Anybody but the Bruins, all right, just because we're going to teach you a lesson in rooting, we're going to give you the Bruins. Wow. Now, they, they've they been the best team in the NHL since, like, January. Yeah, but see, you, you follow the, the uh, lineage of me being a Canucks fan and why I might not like the Bruins. God, that's a good point, Adrian. I really screwed you, didn't I? He kind of did, but... Eh. That's um, right. Hey, that's why they call it a game of chance. Yeah. All right. All right well, There you go. We're going to turn Adrian into a beast. I didn't even think about that because I'm the same <laughs> way. I'm a Canucks fan. I did. But you know what? I don't have anything against the Bruins. The Canucks blew that series. They blew it, blew it, blew it. They had a 3-2 lead with two games to go. It's not the Bruins' fault that the Canucks uh, lost that series. So Adrian now, who, who just, any team but the Bruins, and we gave him the Bruins, and watch now, the Bruins are going to win the Stanley Cup. And Adrian's going to call back, and he's going to just be <laughs> so happy to go down to Georgetown Brewing with all his buddies and uh, and spend $100. Uh, $100. All right, Rick is calling, well, here you go. Rick, in, are you really in Las Vegas, Rick? Yes, sir. Where Where are you at in Las Vegas? I'm sitting in Paradise, Las. Well, Paradise is the uh, area that we're actually purchased in. Uh huh. Okay. And, uh, 
So it puts us about two miles away from the stadium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, made it perfect. As a matter of fact, you and I know each other rather well. Oh boy, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure. I, I don't know anybody named Rick who lives in Las Vegas. Yeah, you do. I moved out here about the same time you uh, decided to enjoy that retirement thing. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I, 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 it almost sounds like we're brothers. We're so close. What do you? So, <laughs> what, what are you having for lunch down there, Rick? Actually, I am going to uh, get back to the house, and I'm going to have a chicken salad sandwich, Cajun style, on a croissant roll. That sounds fantastic. You're not going to, like, slots and slots of luck for the lunchtime buffet? No, I'll tell you, it was real tempting to say, hey, I'm just going to run over to In-N-Out and have a double-double with fries. There you go. But, you, that, that, that's good. You know, I'll confess, everybody loves in I've never been to In-N-Out. I've never had an In-N-Out burger. Well, it's... Uh, Everybody Fascinating, huh? You, well, everybody <laughs> screams about them until you live in the town that has them. Yeah, that's and right. Kind of like, hmm. Yeah. You know, I just, I just don't have a Dick's Burger down here. All right, I'm going to assume you want the Golden Knights. I would love to have the Golden Knights because my wife, Delight, would be absolutely thrilled. You've got them, and I'll tell you what, and thanks for the call. Um, you're losing the first round. I, I just I think the Kings uh, the Kings I think have got the Golden Knights number. We'll see though. That's why they play the games, right? Charlie in Tacoma. Hello, Charlie. Hey, gas. How you doing? Hey, let me tell you, Graz. I Graz came to one of my tailgates, and he is no gas. Let me tell you. Oh, for, for a variety of reasons. For starters, he's huge. Oh, oh yeah, you got to shove a couple hot dogs in him just to keep him quiet. Yeah, he's gigantic. He's he's he, yeah. There's there's there's, <laughs> there's lots of issues there. Lots of problems. Lots of family issues. Lots of personal problems. Some mental <clears throat> health issues. Gras has a lot of things wrong with him. What uh, what are you having for lunch? I'm having the same old boring bed of spinach, dry ground turkey breast on top. Every day you have that. I'm trying. Yep, trying to drop a few. It's not very exciting. Wow. How about that? All right, you got a you got a favorite NHL team? You got one you want? Man, I've got no connection. I've only been to one hockey game in my life. I went to the T-Birds probably back in the 80s. All That's right, it. so since Scott is a T-Birds fan and we gave him Tampa Bay, we're going to give you the Devils, uh, the opposite there. You, you've, you're rooting for New Jersey, Charlie, all right? Okay, sounds good. Good luck, man. Enjoy that spinach. Hello, Paul in Tacoma. What's for lunch down there in the city of destiny? I'm having leftover shepherd's pie from the Cheesecake Factory. Ooh, you know, we were talking about uh, music, about the writers and musicians deals. You know, the Rolling Stones, when they play a rock show at, at a building, one of the things is in Keith's dressing room, there has to be a brand new, hot, ready-to-go shepherd's pie, and no one's allowed to cut into it until Keith cuts into it. How do you like that? Sounds great to me. Paul, what do you, what do you like? We've got uh, one, two, three, four, we've got five teams left. Do you have a connection to any of them? I don't. I don't really have any connection at all. You know, we're finding out that nobody in Seattle has a connection to anything in the NHL. I don't know. This thing, get Lie Wiki back on the blower. It's never going to work, for crying out loud. <laughs> we're we're going to give you the San Jose Sharks. All right, Paul? Perfect. Good. That's in California. Uh, good luck to that. Uh, Jared in Puyallup. We had a couple of lines available. we got a couple of teams left. Jared, welcome. What's, or Gerald, rather. What's for lunch in Puyallup? Uh... I for lunch. Um, I got some um, chips. I got eggs um, and pepperoni. Shouldn't, shouldn't be that that difficult, but but I appreciate you stumbling through it. You must be listening to me. Uh, what do you what do you what do you like? We have the ducks, the caps, the blue jackets, and the wild. The wild. You gotta take the what? Would you please um, say it in wild fashion? The Minnesota wild. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's all right. It's not terrible. It could have been better, but it's it's not terrible. All right, so uh, Gerald gets the wild uh, there, and he'll take on Tom from International Falls in the first round. Uh, Dewey, hello, Dewey. Welcome to the show. What's up, guys? What's for lunch? Today I uh, stopped at Taco Bell and got a Fiesta taco salad, a little extra side of sour cream and an extra dose of meat on it. Boy, the extras are really the key there. Good work. Who, who do you want? We have the Ducks, the Caps, and the Blue Jackets. So I'm not a Phil. You know, I, I've been to the Thunderbirds games a few times. I don't mm-hmm. really watch the NHL. I'll, I'll take whatever you want. But here's the thing: I need your help because. For one dollar, as the am I the owner or am I the general manager? What am I? Do I get to be the owner? You just adopt the team. You're the owner, the general manager, the fan. You okay. you are on top of things. So as the owner, I want to throw out. I will give one dollar to the guy who has the Boston Bruins, and I'll uh, I'll sell my franchise for his. Can we? Can we do? Do you feel like calling people and no. rearranging things, Jack? No, you can't do that. I'm sorry, we can't do that, yeah, yeah. Dewey. We're we're going to assign you the Blue Jackets. Good luck. I hope you like Columbus. It's a lovely town this time of year, and you get the Columbus Blue Jackets in the first round against the Caps because Jackson doesn't have time to call all day and rearrange no. this stuff. Come on, he's busy. He's got things to do. Here's Tom and Buckley. Tom, we got two teams left, and you got to tell us what you're having for lunch. Well, I had to have chicken broth because I get my colonoscopy tomorrow. Boy, Tom, I am just this close to hanging up to you. You could have made something up. You could have said, I'm skipping lunch. There's a million things you could have said besides that, and, and, and yet you, you stuck with that. You know, I, I, I don't know. I don't even want to give you a team. This is, this is, this is just a, it's a travesty there that this has happened. All right, who do you want, the Ducks or the Caps? Uh, let's take the Ducks. The Ducks it is. You'll be thinking Ducks tomorrow. Good luck with everything, Tom. Thanks very much. There's, there's Tom, who's having chicken broth this afternoon. Why? Because he has a colonoscopy scheduled. Tom's a, a sharer, isn't he? Uh, let's see. Bryce is our last big contestant this afternoon. Bryce, uh, I've got good news and bad news for you. You've got the most star-crossed team in the NHL, but they're capable of winning. What do you think of that? Hey, uh, any team is good, so I'll take them. You get the Washington Capitals, who have made losing in the Stanley Cup playoffs. They have taken it to an art form over the years. They are the hard luck team in the NHL. And, and Bryce, we all wish you well. A quick uh, quick lunch menu for us, and we'll let you go. Just McDonald's, man. That's what I'm having. Just McDonald's, man. Outstanding. All right, there you go. 16 teams, 16 callers, 16 chances to win. Somebody hoists the Stanley Cup in a couple of months, and one of those 16 knuckleheads will get 100 bucks to spend at Georgetown Brewing. Kevin Calabro joins us next. To Puck and the Gas Man on your home for Seattle's best NFL draft coverage. Sports Radio 950, KJR. All right, now, despite the fact we're playing the music, and uh, we, we just had a meeting about this. Okay, Calabro, it really is just like old times. Calabro sends me a text 10 minutes ago, I'm double booked, I'm in a production meeting, I forgot. Which is exactly, I mean, I 100% believe that, and it does feel like a... So Kevin is unable to join us today, and is going to join us either tomorrow or Friday. And we'll get an, NA, uh, an NBA, well, maybe an NHL playoffs preview from him. He might have done a Kansas City Scouts game way back in the day when he was out there. Uh, so uh, anyway, uh, Kevin extends his apologies to all of you today, uh, especially those of you who suffered through the Lunch with Listeners segment and found out that not one person listening to this show has some kind of direct blood connection. Like nobody called and said, God, guess I'm just a lifelong 
Colorado fan. I've always loved them. Back in the no, none of that. So I'm starting to think the NHL is not going to work. I think maybe we should go back and start over and, and have some discussions about whether this is going to happen. Uh, I'm kidding. I do think it will work. Uh, uh, and uh, Kevin tomorrow, we'll we'll get with him tomorrow at uh, some point. He's got he's got to work tonight. They have production meetings. They've got to talk about what they're going to talk about during the ball game tonight. And uh, and that's uh, that's very important. So Kevin will be with us uh, then. I saw a story here. I had never heard of this, and and I I think it's true because I saw it on the interweb. Uh, Darren Ravel, who covers business uh, stuff uh, and and is uh, is a, a business reporter of some repute, had a story, and this reminds me of the old Madden football story that I'll tell you after this. But that Upper Deck was just beginning as a company in 1988, and they needed two players to do sample cards. Have you seen this story? They needed two players to do sample cards for Upper Deck, and, and they're trying to explain what their plan is and what their goals are, and, 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 and they had to incentivize the players a little bit. So they offered, they said, look, we'll, we'll give you cash or we'll give you stock. And the cash was $10,000. This is 1988, $10,000, $10, a lot of money anytime. So would you would you take... 10,000 bucks or would you take stock in an absolutely unproven company? Which which would you do? Jackson, uh. what would you do? If I said to you, we we want to we're going to take your car, we're going to do some marketing and and the the compensation you're going to get because you're kind of helping us launch this is we're going to give you 10 grand or we'll just give you equivalent of stock in the company and we can go from there. Uh, and I would take the money. I think I might too because I'm a knucklehead and we'd both be knuckleheads if we did it. So, <laughs> uh Wally Joiner took cash. It was about $10,000. Uh, Dwayne Bryce, I don't even know if I remember Dwayne Bryce. Dwayne Bryce said, I will take stock. And apparently the stock they gave him turned into about $17 million oh, over geez. the years because Upper Decks had this great run. And, 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 uh, so, so the, the, whatever, whether it was stock, I don't know if they're a publicly traded company or ownership in the company, somehow they gave him equity. And it's worth seventeen million now. Uh, good choice. You know the the John Madden Pat Summerall story about that when they first do a Madden football game years and years and years ago they approached them same exact deal. We'll give you I don't know what it was ten thousand twenty thousand. We'll give you cash up front, or we'll give you equity in the company. And Summerall took cash up front, oh, no. and it was a decent amount of money. It was I think it was more than ten thousand, but he took cash up front. Say I'm going to take cash, man. I need I need cash to pay my bills. Uh, and Madden said, I'll take a chance on you, I'll take equity, and I, I forget what, it's like ridiculous yeah. where it is right now. And then and then the other sports deal that that brings to mind, there's one other one that, that jumps into my mind. When the American Basketball Association was dissolving uh, in 1976, and there were uh, the Pacers and the Nuggets and the Nets and the Spurs were taken into the NBA. Those four teams were brought in as NBA franchises because they were deemed healthy enough to survive, there were three teams. I think it might have been Virginia. I'm not sure the other one doesn't matter. There were the two teams, and then the Spirits of St. Louis. Their original play-by-play guy was a guy named Bob Costas, uh, and they had I think it was Marvin Barnes on that team who once refused to board a team flight because they were in the Central Time Zone and they were flying to the Eastern or the other way around. They were in the Eastern Time Zone, they're flying to the Central Time Zone, and the, the flight was leaving at like seven ten in the morning and was arriving at seven a.m. in the morning. Because they were crossing a time zone, and Marvin Barnes said, I am not getting in a time machine. I'm going to take a bus. <laughs> uh, that's a true story. So the Spirits of St. Louis, they're the third team. So the NBA comes forward and offers them, and again, this is it was you know really good money. I want to say like maybe $3 million to, a, to each franchise to say, look, we don't want any litigation. 
We don't want any problems. You guys don't want to run the franchise anymore. We're going to dissolve the franchise. We'll take the four that are healthy. Here's three million bucks. And the guys who owned the Spirits of St. Louis said, well, we have another, we have a proposal if you might be interested in. They said, well, sure. And so here's what we'd like. Rather than take three million cash from you, we'd like, and I I think this is right. It's it's something very similar to this. We would like, I want to say, one-tenth of one penny of your TV rights in perpetuity. Oh, boy. How do you think that worked? And I think just, I want to say, like, within the last five years, they finally, the NBA finally said, <laughs> okay, enough already. Can we please cut you a check and get out from under this deal? So, they, I mean, just hundreds of millions wow. of dollars came into them over the years. Maybe it was one penny, of each, but it was some minute amount that in 1976 you just said, God, these suckers, yeah, give them that. And then as TV rights got bigger and bigger and the game got bigger, so sports business deals. How about how about you? You're offered ten grand or seventeen million in stock, and you choose the ten grand. Oh, you didn't know yeah, the stock idea. was going to be seventeen million, yeah. but uh, that's uh, that, that, that you got to be careful when you're doing business deals. That's a good lesson to learn. This we, is what we're here for to educate the, the. We used to educate the youth. Now we're just educating whoever the hell tunes in to, <laughs> to hear things. You got to have the foresight though to think that this is going to become something big. I mean, I bet there's other examples where it, it hasn't become something. Big. And that's you know that's why you know you, you you talk to people. There's a lot of people in town who invested in you know a lot of people anywhere who invested in businesses. You invest in business. Sometimes it really works. Sometimes you lose your investment. You know you just you never if if they were guaranteed everybody do just fine. Uh, with this, but they're not guaranteed. All right, let's check. We haven't done it for a few minutes. The big story today, and Ian, I'm sure, is going to be talking about it. I'm, I'm sure he was, he, by his Canadian heritage, he was required to be at the press conference today. There's, there's just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And again, I don't know that there would have been a guy who they could have named who would have warranted the kind of coverage that, that, uh, that the NHL Seattle people got today because of Todd Lightwicky, because Todd was here. He took over a Seahawks franchise that, again, it may be hard for some of you 12 since 12 to remember, but they were they were not selling out their games. They were not winning their games. So Todd didn't have anything to do with them winning. They got that guy Holmgren who was in here earlier hassling us. He, he finally got his thing going, and they started winning. And that led to a lot of what happened next. But they were a, a business that was not necessarily in great financial shape. They weren't going to go under anything. Todd came in and got them going and really had a great success to the point where they were able to get the Sounders going and had all this. So it's it's an interesting hire because it's one of the few guys they could have hired that would actually get people paying attention. And we asked the poll question earlier today at Gasman two hundred six. You know what's your what's your reaction to this? The announcement of Todd Lewicki as CEO. Uh, what is your current hockey interest level? Fifty seven percent, none of whom called the lunch with listeners line. Fifty seven percent said in. I was already in. People are like, no, I'm I'm a hockey fan. Didn't matter. I am already in. Thirteen percent of about four hundred fifty people said, "I am now more interested." That's intriguing. That's intriguing news to me if I'm NHL Seattle because again, this isn't just a one-time only deal. They're trying to run a franchise going to be successful for years. You're going to have to create new fans and and get more interest out of the fans that you have. Twenty-three percent kind of gave it the "I don't care" thing. Though, yeah, you know, I'm open-minded about hockey, but come on, gas. This is the team president. You're who cares? Who cares how that works out? So 23% said that. 7% said, not a fan, won't be a fan, don't like hockey, you can't make me like it. And that's, you know, 7% is actually kind of a low number. That That's a surprise. And that's, you know, at the end of the day, it, you didn't want that number to be, you know, not that this survey is some kind of scientific thing, but there are going to be people in any market that just don't care. There are people that don't like baseball. 
Doesn't matter if the M's haven't been good or not. I, I just don't like the sport. There are people, believe it or not, who don't like professional football. Uh, and that's how it's going to be. But 7% say not going to be a fan uh, uh, regardless. So that's that's you know interesting to see because there are going to be, you know, that that's going to happen with any sport in any situation. So 57% in, I was already in. I think the momentum continues, and I think this... Um, the, the the press conference, Dan, you heard it here, and, and Ian will have some highlights. We'll talk to him in a minute. It's um, it's a real important day for hockey in this town. I mean, it, it, when 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 the news came that Liwicky was leaving the NHL, every single person in the sports business community in this city immediately thought, well, it was going to feel like a real blow if if he wasn't leaving the NFL to come here. And and again, as Tim Liwicky kind of indicated to us, and Tim was trying to, well, you know, it was. He left the greatest job, and look, he left the NFL because his plan all along was to get back here. He considers himself a Seattle guy. He mentioned that. His family was raised here. Uh, He's got great connections here over the years. This uh, could not be a more perfect situation, and now we all feel good about it. Now you got to go do the work. Good luck, because there's going to be a ton of work to do. Ian Furness uh, will join us as we continue. We'll find out what's coming up on Area 51 uh, this afternoon and uh, and wrap up our portion of your little sports radio day uh, right here on the home of the Puck Stuffers. Now back to Puck and the Gas Man on your home for Seattle's best NFL draft coverage. Sports Radio 950 KJR. I really like that this is becoming the permanent welcome Furness song. Was that at your request that no. you didn't want us to play? Because there's a no, lot of great kids. Con- but I'm fine with it. But, but there's nothing better than, than rocking in the free world in all no. of its many versions. No. How are you? Me, I am just fine. How was everything over at the Shahuli Art and Glass Spectacular? Never been there before. Yeah. Used to make fun of the place uh, because I always consider anything there that had, you know. I wanted to blame everything over there from the zipper at the fun forest that doesn't exist to a <laughs> bunch of guys blowing glass to, to the reason we don't have the Sonics anymore. So um, I did. I can tell you this: when I tried to leave, I got lost. I, I couldn't get. My, I couldn't get out. Uh, it was like really? a maze. It was like a corn maze. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so did that was Softy tough. break anything? Not that I know, but they made, they put us in a big room. It was like it was almost like a like a greenhouse. Uh, like, like yeah, oh yeah, I've there. been in that room. Yeah, yeah there's nothing yeah. in there. Like yeah. you can't break anything unless you ran through the wall. The wall, but uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. I, I'm going to assume that I'm not the first person to talk to Tim Liwicky about how are you going to make the NBA and NHL work together. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting hearing what he had to what say. What did he tell you? He he said that for the overall health. I'm, I'm paraphrasing here a little bit, but for the overall health of the building. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's going to make it much better for everybody involved to have the second winner tenant sure. and that they are going into this with the idea of making it fair so it will be attractive to an NBA team. Now, that's words. And if they, and, and, you know, I don't know Tim Liwicky that well. I'll say if I hear that from Todd Liwicky, and, and I don't dispute what Tim said. But you want to hear from Todd. I get you. When Todd says it, it will be like, all right, I know Todd more. And, and, and that is for, for those of us who are excited to get the NBA back here too. Tim did bring up, he says, look, it's not like there aren't buildings that work for both franchises. The United Center, front and center, works fine. You know, Both of those teams appear to be quite healthy. Uh, yeah. Uh, Chicago, so, Boston, Denver, yeah. Dallas, Philadelphia. You go through the list. I mean, there's a ton of them out there. Yeah. There's there's ways to do it. And, and you know, we've joked about what if Seattle gets two arenas, and some cities have done that. You know, the interesting thing was he brought up, and I can't remember the timing of this, but he brought up, you know, another great example is Minneapolis. They have the Target Center and the XL Center, and, and I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. 
Todd Lewicki was the guy who was there with the Minnesota. I can't remember if he was there when they did the XL Center, but that was a that started as a building dispute right. and led to the wild right. They left the Target well, Center. Well, the Target Center is not a hockey building. It's it's built like Key Arena. And so I see. All right. So they had to build the building so it would fit. That's yes. that's um, the same yes. thing happened in uh, Phoenix with the America West. America Arena. West. And although you know the odd thing is, is they had better success in Phoenix playing in the build, building that wasn't made for hockey. They do yeah. that than playing in. I mean, basically, where you you well know in Glendale. I mean, they're basically playing where Auburn Down, uh, Emerald Downs is. Right. Yeah. You know, which yeah. hey, great facility. Yeah. But if you're going to go, you know, you might go to Emerald Downs a couple times a year. Right. Forty one. Eh, it's a whole different it's world. Change the the uh, um, you, you know you think about Phoenix. Did you ever go to a game there in America West? Yes. It was the funniest thing you ever saw. Was the people that would sit yeah. behind the one goal would watch the action until it got to a certain point, and then you'd see four thousand heads at the exact same time look, look up to look yeah. at the video board. Yeah. And yeah, I remember I remember going there and, and talking to some people, and they're like, "Yeah, you get used to it." Which you can be, obviously right. anything you get used to, but it was just so not. Well, there were so many. There were so many buildings like that at the time. I mean, I, when I was. Um, when I was still in the Western Hockey League and I was working in Tri Cities, and that's when Key, you know, I left here when Key Arena was being remodeled mm-hmm. to go to Tri. And I remember all the, I, I, remember, I just remember all the, the infighting going on between the junior hockey team and, and the Sonics and the Seattle Center about how this won't work and, mm-hmm. and on and on. Mm-hmm. It proved to be prophetic, but, but we went over there. We came back here for Key Arena. I remember the first time I walked into Key Arena for hockey, I went, ugh, ugh. Yeah. Well, then when I was interviewing to go to work in, in Salt Lake, to, to go to the IHL, AHL, that's the last year that the our team there was playing in the Delta Center. And I remember walking in there, and I go, God, if there's a building that could be worse for hockey than Key Arena, here it is. Exactly. Was Delta, it was I never same, saw it. It was Delta Center was the same way. Cut off, it was cut off really almost at center ice. Yeah. And and then I went to a game in Phoenix about uh, a few months later, and, and I'm like, damn, like this is all these buildings at the same time. At the end of the day, most people will tell you, Two tenants works better than one, if done correctly. And I'm and gas. I, I I'm convinced from enough people I've spoken to that the Chris Hansen plan was NBA NBA only. And most people in the National Hockey League were convinced that he would have nothing to do with an NHL team or would make it so difficult to come in and work together mm-hmm. that it was never going to be beneficial. And the NHL wanted to be here. And I think that most people thought they needed a dual tenant here. I believe the Liwickies when they say that they can work together because whether it's Maple Leaf Gardens. You know whether it's whatever else they've been, they, right. they they know how to do it. So. Right, and and it does benefit whoever's doing the building to have an extra tenant, but you got to make sure the tenant is going to benefit too. Well, what your naming rights are going to be? You know what's your permanent signage? All right. those things that that cost money. How much more lucrative are they with forty one extra dates? Right, and he indicated to me. I, I'd have to go back and listen. I don't know if he said fifty fifty, but he said you know, the NBA team would be cut in on the naming rights deal yeah. and all that. It 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 behooves them to do it that way. But again, it's one thing to say it. Yeah. It's another thing to sit at a table where you're really cutting the cards and going, okay, here's here's the financial pie. What do you want to do? Uh, you before we go and 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 you know you've known him longer than I have, but it was great to see Todd. For me, it was great to see Todd today, and I, I mean it's it. This guy is such a, a a personable human being who gets it and connects with you. I mean, I hadn't seen him in ten years, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and came up, hey, how you doing? Great. Knows, knows every per, everybody in the in the town in, in, in the room. But you've known him for a long, long time. I've we've both been around pro sports for a long time. That's one of the better people in pro sports I've ever met. And I think it was it was kind of hammered home today by everyone who was there. Right. And and when I, when you hear him name check guys, and you know, okay, this isn't phony. He knows all these. He knows everybody. I, I never met anybody. The the word I'd use to describe him is connector. Yes. 
He was good at taking people who maybe weren't connected for various reasons and connecting them in a way yes, that how could long benefit. You, how long have you been doing this here in I've, this town? I've, I've been doing take this a few years off. Since since uh, June of 91. If I would have told you at any point in time when you were sitting in the chair you're sitting in and apparently have taken over for good. That's right. Uh, That's right. <laughs> Puck's done. That, that you would have the president and in some cases even owners for every professional sports franchise in town. Right. Plus other power brokers like Lenny Wilkins and Mike Holmgren and and you know some former NHL I mean, all these people, but that particular group, yeah. all in one room, showing support for a new professional sports franchise coming here. Mm-hmm. Would you ever have believed that? No, I I, I wouldn't have. I mean, the week it's, it's it's so funny. The week after I got here, the Ackerley Arena deal collapsed. I remember thinking, well, boy, this is <laughs> that's intriguing, and, and, and you know, and here we are, twenty-eight years later, we're still trying to get the arena thing figured out. Yeah. Maybe these guys can do it for us. I think they will. What's coming up on Area Fifty-One? Uh, we are going to check in with Mike Holmgren. You might know him. He uh, used to coach the Seattle Seahawks professional sports franchise here. So it's a football team. He'll join us at one twenty. Uh, I went one-on-one with Todd Lywicki for TV. We're going to get that interview sent over and do that at probably about 2 o'clock today. We'll talk a lot about what happened. I think today was a really special day for a lot of the reasons we just discussed. It was, yeah, the Ackerley. I remember when the old thing was up there. Yeah, future home of the Ackerley Dome. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> uh, the Furnace is coming up. We'll uh, see you tomorrow with uh, Kevin Calabro, John Feinstein, and who, know, who knows what else on the Big Rock and Roll Radio Show. Adios. No shirt. No shoes, no ties. Anybody like to smoke some pump? I was born to love you. I was born to lick your face. I was born to rub you. But you were born to rub me first. What do you need my address for? We'd like to send out a mailer. Mother of mercy, I don't speak Japanese!